24-24 right now. She's obliterating the record. Alicia Barnall is about to four-peat. The only man in history to do it. Kara Goucher, she wanted to do this event. It was important to her. Here in Duluth, how sweet it is. Her arm raised in triumph. Welcome, everybody, to the Gearing Up for Grandma's podcast brought to you by Essentia Health. I am Zach Schneider, the Marketing and PR Director here at Grandma's Marathon. We're back with Essentia Health athletic trainer and medical liaison to us, Christina Nissler. Christina, we're into the winter months now, and depending on where our listeners are, that means a likely change in their training for the next several months. As you and I sit here recording this episode, Duluth and the surrounding region over the past week, I think has had two plus feet of snow, and now we're into the sub-zero temperature portion of our winter. The high temperature for the next three or four days here is not above zero. So my opening question to you today how the heck is anybody supposed to continue with their training schedule for the marathon ahead of June? Yep, training right now is a challenge, that's for sure. Um, it's been tricky these last few days. Um, you know, cold means different things to different people. Um, I think we have we might have some listeners in the southern United States who can't even imagine what this feels like. Um, I, one of my least favorite things in the winter is when you breathe in through your nose and your nose sticks shut. Um, and people who live in Florida might have never experienced that in their entire life. Um, training in this type of weather can take on many forms. I, I, know, I know from social media that there are people out there that are running these last couple days and more power to them. Um, but from a health and safety standpoint, really, when it gets to be below zero, it's not a fabulous idea to be running outside. Uh, this week is a great week to take some of your miles indoors to a treadmill or an indoor track. Um, in other areas where it's a little warmer and it's safe to go outside um, in the winter, layering really comes into play, wearing appropriate clothing. Um, and then, you know, I can think of dozens of, of safety tips, um, including things like making, you know, running smaller routes, sticking to areas where you know the, the roads and sidewalks are going to be cleared, um, using traction on your shoes, things like that. We can laugh about the, the weather. Uh, hopefully everybody can be good-natured about the weather if you're uh, with us up here in uh, northern Minnesota or anywhere with uh, a cold winter. But oftentimes on Marathon Day, we talk about the other side of the temperature spectrum, how hot is too hot. And we hope we, we don't get there. Uh, Lake Superior tends to keep us very cool on, on race morning. But as you go through the next several months, you mentioned below zero. Is, is that kind of your your uh mendoza peak a a little bit is that when is it too cold to be running outside and when should you maybe either take a break or uh, if you have indoor options use those uh, in the winter here yeah from a safety standpoint i think below zero is an important cutoff uh, because no matter what temperature you personally think you might be comfortable running in everybody's skin freezes at the same temperature so i and, you know, sometimes I feel bad taking a worst-case scenario standpoint. Um, like I said last time, I don't like to scare people. But you do need to think about consequences. What if something happened? Let's say, hypothetically, you're out on a winter run and you slip and fall on some ice um, and you can't 
run home. Um, is it too cold outside to be holding still or walking? Um, you know, you have, to, you have to think about what happens if you can't keep going. Um, is your skin going to freeze? <laughs> Yeah, being from Duluth, my my closet and now my car for the next several months are full of all the warm weather gear, uh, the long underwear, the neck gaiters, uh, all that stuff. And and even though runners may feel like I'm going to go outside, I'm going to get moving, my heart's going to get pumping, I'm going to make up, I'm going to work up a good sweat. You mentioned layering. Uh, I mean, being too warm in these winter months uh, on your long runs uh, or even your short runs is, is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, if you're a runner, you're accustomed to working up a sweat. It's okay to be sweating. Um, it's. I think it's a good rule of thumb to, if you were to stand still, um, you know, you should be dressed so that you feel just a little bit cold if you're standing still. Not, not super cold, not too hot. Um, and it's a good rule of thumb to consider at any, at any time of year, always dress as though it's 10 degrees warmer than it really is because your body temperature is going to rise. It's actually a, a good tip for race day when, once we get there in June, because those temperatures certainly won't be hopefully sub-zero, but they are quite chillier uh, at the start of the day than they are as the day goes on. And we've got options for people at the start of the race. If you want to bring those extra layers, we encourage you to bring an old long sleeve shirt and, or an old pair of sweatpants. And we know you don't want to carry those with you for 13.1 or 26.2 miles. So you can shed those layers right at the start line our volunteers will pick them up and all those items actually get donated then after the race uh, to goodwill to people in our community who are in need of some of those warmer weather clothing. So pro tip, even when the race is here, bring some of those old clothes uh, that you don't mind getting rid of. Wear those on the bus up to the start line. You can kind of get warmed up. And then once you start your race, uh, you can be in whatever you want to be wearing for the day. So layering important, not just uh, here in December and January in the colder months, but also as we get closer uh, to the race. You mentioned the safety perspective of it as well. And winter running is, is so much different. It feels like than, than spring and summer running. And one of those things is the time of day that you're running. It gets darker, uh, stays darker earlier in the, or later in the mornings, gets darker earlier in the evenings, telling people where you're going, running in groups, all of those common safety practices become almost more important here in the winter. Yeah, those are two really good ones. Um, have somebody know your route um, so that if something happens to you, they know where to look for you. Running with friends. Um, one of my rules of thumb is if you have to run in the morning or evening when it's dark out, assume you can't be seen. Um, wear lights or reflective clothing. Um, be more aware than you normally would be uh, so that you can react to things like cars. Um, you know, odds are when it's dark out that a driver can't see you. So be, be prepared and assume that they can't see you. A question that at, I think maybe a lot of people are asking, I've asked myself this uh, as I grew up in Duluth and maybe wanted to be outside during some of these winter months, but is, is 
moving indoors and running on a treadmill uh, for whether it's a couple weeks, a um, couple months until the temperatures really warm up. But is treadmill training at this point in the calendar a bad thing? I mean, certainly you want to be outdoors at some point before you get to race day because outdoor miles are so valuable. But if you go inside for the next month, it's not going to it's not going to be considered a setback. It is not going to be considered a setback. There are differences, but the differences aren't negative. Um, treadmills do use your muscles in different ways. One of the biggest ways to think about it is if you're standing still on the ground outside, you have to physically do something to start moving forward. When you push the start button on a treadmill, the belt starts moving and you have to react to it. So your muscles are working a little bit differently. You're not propelling yourself forward. You're reacting to the belt of the treadmill. So there are some differences in your muscle engagement, but those aren't things that are going to be a detriment. This could also be a really good time of the year to do some of that cross training and the strength training where you can do that really comfortably indoors. You don't have to be outside for that, but this is a good time in the calendar, not only from a weather perspective, but just from a muscle building perspective as we're in December right now, close to January. Uh, you don't have to be out there for 15, 20 mile runs right now. It's just kind of about building that base that we talked about last month. Definitely. We're recording this on December 21st. Training plans for Grandma's Marathon probably aren't really going to start um, until February, maybe March. So you've got lots of time to just be working on your general fitness. The better, the stronger you are and the better baseline level of fitness you have, the better you're going to do when the training plan actually starts. So other indoor activities um, are completely beneficial right now. Yeah, biggest thing right now is is avoiding injury, whether it's slipping and falling on the ice, whether it's your muscles being too cold, but an injury is going to set you back more so than maybe just slowing your training down for the next two or three weeks. Definitely, yes. All right, thanks very much. Christina Nissler, our medical liaison from Essentia Health. She'll be with us each month leading up to our 2023 Grandma's Marathon weekend. Some very useful and insightful training tips uh, throughout the year. So pay special attention to this podcast and our social media. Also our blog, she'll have some items up there as well as we get closer to the big day in June. This Gearing Up for Grandma's podcast is brought to you by Essentia Health. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate us, and tell your friends. Grandma's Marathon is proudly presented by Toyota, Members Cooperative Credit Union, and ASICS. I'm Zach Schneider. Until next time, everyone, be well.